Welcome to the 511. We're here to encourage and build each other up, to be the disciples that we're meant to be, and to make disciples so that the world can see the true and powerful Jesus. Welcome to the 511. I'm Corey. I'm here with my sister Andrea and her husband Adam. Today's song is All In by Matthew West. My feet are frozen on the middle, on this middle ground. The water's warm here, but the fire's gone out. I played it safe for so long, the passion left. Turns out, safe is just another word for regret. So I step to the edge, and I take a deep breath. We're all dying to live, but we're all scared to death. And this is the part where my head tells my heart, you should turn back. You should turn back around, but there's no turning back now. I'm going all in, head first into the deep end. I hear you calling, and this time the fear won't win. I believe that one day I will see your kingdom come, and I want to hear you say, welcome home, child. Well done. So I step to the edge and I take a deep breath. I'm not turning back around because there's no turning back now. It's a really good song. That's what we need to do is go all in with Christ. So today we're doing Ephesians 6. You want to read this?
Verse 4, and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. I think um, as a parent, step parent and parent, that uh, this scripture is very important because there's a lot of words, there's a lot of teaching, there's a lot of everything out about what you should and shouldn't do for your children or this is this is the the training that you need to be a parent. Bring them up yeah. with the discipline and instruction that comes with the Lord. That's what that's what you should do. That should that's what you should do for raise your children. It says in the Amplified, it says, "Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them to the point of resentment with demands that are trivial or unreasonable." Or humiliating or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them, but bring them up tenderly with loving kindness and the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And I think if you're taking notes out there, that you should just write that down. If you're a parent thinking about being a parent, or if you're in the role of like uh, training up children, either like a teacher or something like that, mm-hmm. this is this is really good. And the NLT says, Father, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Any interactions that you do, your children are watching you. So if yeah. you, like, if you have, like you said, wrath or anger or anything like that towards other people, that's how they're going to respond when they're dealing with other people. Or if you trash people or bring that up what's kind of what you're saying before you know how you raise your children is going to reflect in your children and we should reflect how we're raised in Christ you know to the world who doesn't know Christ 
we're as a Christian you are the image of Christ to the world does that make sense yes so you need to reflect how you're you will reflect how Christ is training or teaching you does that make sense yes I, I read a uh, Facebook article the other day which some of them are good <laughs> but this one was good it was talking about a woman having a coffee, cup of coffee in her hand and somebody bumped her and it yeah. said uh, what came out was coffee and it's like well what comes out like is whatever is inside of it that's going to come out so whenever you're faced with something like if there was tea in the cup tea would have came out you know so what yeah. we're putting inside of our, our minds and our emotions and our hearts and when we're faced with adversity when we're faced with tough challenges of bumping the road what's going to come out of us is either going to be what the things that we've been putting in and that's going to be either good or bad so when we're faced with something it's it's one of those things too is the more that you're having to pour out the more you're going to have to fill fill up yeah and uh, when you're especially when you're going through something that's just emotionally draining do you think like right now my coffee cup is almost empty so if I got bumped right now barely anything's going to come out because it's almost empty and exhausted and like that we even though we're going through a lot or you may be going through a lot you've got to back it up by pouring back in and taking that time to fill back up and um, in this world that we're living So much like right now people are facing a natural disaster with a hurricane coming in through the North Carolinas and or for the Carolinas and then you've got um, political things all, all the time and then you've got different things around the world there's a lot of movement towards immorality and that's really obvious they're pushing that on people yeah. and so we got to learn how to even like just a fight back as we're being pushed against and sometimes it's it's it is a fight you know it's just like you know you got to give as much as taken away from you too so emotionally spiritually if that makes sense we got a lot from the first four verses <laughs> Verse 5, bond servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in sincerity of heart as to Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord whether he is a slave or free. There's a lot in those next four verses there. Mm -hmm. um, that's, <clears throat> we can 
work ethic because yeah. you know uh, when you're raising children to do it like you're doing it for God and then if you're working you're working for the Lord and uh, we know that when Adam was looking for a new job back last year early last year when he was still at his other job you know it was stressful and everything and, and that's what he would tell himself so every day I'm working for you Jesus you know and then God rewarded him by giving him a new job things like that he expedited the whole interview process everything went pretty much as smooth sailing because while he was in the place of adversity or you know struggle and stress and everything he kept his head above water and, and worked like he was working for Jesus and that's just our example but um, we should we should serve people and in, in our jobs we should we shouldn't do it like brown does and we should try to do our job right because it's what's right you know yeah. sometimes we get lazy and stuff and we just kind of do what we do and go home but you know if you, if Jesus was your boss how much differently would you act at work mm-hmm. I think that's a different perspective of like okay wait a minute would I you know try to cut corners or slight back or like some people go to the bathroom for like 45 minutes <laughs> Verse 6, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as bond services, bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. And I know we've we mentioned this before several times, and it's super, super important that it's from the heart. The heart is where, you know, matters. Yeah. That's what I believe God looks at. When it comes to every decision you make in life, is what was your heart behind it? You know. That's why you don't do stuff out of anger and stuff, and that's why you like if somebody's treating you with a, a heart full of anger and a heart full of wrath, yeah. that you check yourself. You, you like, what's in my cup? What am I doing? And even though I'm being treated this way, this is how I'm going to react to it. And um, so. Verse 8 is kind of acknowledging reaping and sowing. Because mm-hmm. when you do good for the for the Lord to people with the right heart, and you'll get the, you'll receive the same. Yeah, this is knowing that whatever good thing each one does, he receives us back from the Lord, and. You know, you can never outgive God. You can never outgive God, and that's not the whole. Like, you gotta go back to your heart check. So, if we're not doing it to get the reward right. for God, we're doing it because we love God, and that's where our heart is. And I know that song is it Natalie Gray that sings it. I'm not sure. Help me love, love the healer more than the healing, or love the Savior more than the saving. 
and that I started listening to that song the other day and I was like really trying to listen to it and that's it's like those things are wonderful and they're promises from God and we know that they're gonna you know but that we're gonna get them yeah but it's like okay would you rather have your home or your spouse you know it's like yeah all that comes with it but if all that was taken away you still have your spouse there so that's what it's like yeah there's a lot of good things that comes with Jesus but if all that wasn't there we still have Jesus and you masters do the same things to them giving up threatening knowing that your own master also is in heaven and there's no partiality with him finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might this is going into the armor of God the verse 10 is um, we'll go back to the verse 9 real quick before we get into that um, if you're in a position of management or you're over people and everything this is the scripture for you this is what you need to be doing you're showing goodwill towards them you're giving up threatening and abusive words that goes back to parenting too and that God is your master ultimately you still have to bow down to him and so to just always keep that in mind but then it goes into the armor of God starting in verse 10 is where this this takes it's an important important yeah. chapter if you want to read verse 10 again finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 12, we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So this, I mean, every single verse here is going to be so important to break down and listen to. Uh, Verse 10, it says in the Amplified, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, draw your strength from Him, and be empowered through your union with Him, and in the power of His boundless might. So we talked last time about unity, and about how we become unified with God, and that's by cleansing out all the bad. We were listening to uh, a lady, it's T.D. Jakes' daughter, she was at the Elevation Church, and she was talking about seeing a sale of everything must go and she was saying they have to get rid of the things that are not profitable to bring in that which is profitable so that's what to be unified with Jesus we need to get those things out of our hearts and put in the strength and the power and everything that comes from God so you draw your strength from him and empower strong so God's powerful so yeah. it says his boundless might is what it says in the Amplified um, that means it's no boundaries like God is the most powerful force in the whole entire world and when we're unified with him then that power is boundless through us 
the strategies. Another thing about 12 is we like to focus our anger and frustration towards people, mm-hmm. but it's not the people who are fighting against us. It's, yeah. That's what this says. It's principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual hosts. It's not the people that we see. I think our eyes for spiritual eyes were open to that. I think the reason why it's not is because people would be so deathly afraid, like literally to kill them, or be so scared. But I know that some people have seen it before, you know, and God has opened up their spiritual eyes. But if we could see the host, the heavenly host, that's fighting for us too, which I know was it, it's in the Old Testament that they were allowed to see that some somebody was allowed to see the heavenly host, and he lost all fear because he knew. God was fighting for them, and he had the whole heavenly army fighting with them. And we have that same resource when we're fighting our battles, and we've got to realize, like you said, it's not flesh and blood, it's not people, but it's because people are God's creation, and that the devil wants to use them against other God's creation. Mm-hmm. They're going to use people because he's figured out how to do it. Therefore, take the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And that's going back to stand. Um, stand firm. When you have God's full armor on, you're able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. So, when we have God filling us up, whenever we hit the bump in the road, whenever We're already prepared. We're already filled up. We're already covered. And we just got to learn how to stand. And uh, if you're in that front row of the battle, it's, it's just like constant for you. You know, you've got to make sure that your armor is the strongest. 
but you reinforced it that you that you worked hard to stand and stand your ground and that's what 14 says stand your ground putting on the belly truth and the body armor of god's righteousness which is going into piece by piece um of god's armor and what it represents and this is so good that you could just break it down and like we had a life group that went over this like a, we were just saying it's a 12-week course on just each piece of the armor of god so yeah. it's so it's like going back in your own time and digging into this and researching this and learning how to apply it to your own life and we could we can even do a series on the armor of God. Do like go back over this and mm-hmm. go over each of these. Because I mean, each one has its own purpose. Like you have to look at this whole thing spiritual. Like going back to verse twelve, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. It's a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. So when you go down to the actual armor of God, you can't look at it physically. It's all spiritual there too. Mm-hmm. You know the the waist with girded your waist with truth, and then you go on down and you got peace and all faith and salvation and prayer. I mean, this is all. It's a spiritual battle that we fight every day and it's against spirits it's not against people and it's against the devil and you have to have the spiritual armor of God if you want to face the devil and stand your ground when it comes to the devil right right Breastplate of righteousness because it comes at you with sin and um, the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows from the devil because he's attacking you through fear. Fear and unbelief. Mm-hmm. And salvation as your helmet because you know that you're saved, that God right. is God is with you and in you. And sword of the spirit, the word of God. And there again, it's just more hammering down that it's a spiritual battle and your sword isn't a piece of metal it's the word of God it's your bible it's what God tells you it's and that's what you know what we're doing right now when we're when we're reading the bible we're we're, we're digesting it we're breaking it down so that we can learn from it that's that's taking up our sword that's sharpening your sword yes yeah that's sharpening your sword that's that's making it more um, what's the word I'm looking for efficient it's like trying to cut tomatoes with a dull knife or something you know you're going to get hurt you know but if you smash your tomato yeah it's not going to do it's not going to be as effective yet that's what we're wanting to do is to make sort of the spirit more effective you have to know the word of God 
and 18 goes into like what you're saying, just all goes in together. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So when we're praying in the spirit, like what's the difference between praying in the spirit than just praying like we pray out loud? That would be another podcast, but <laughs> I think that um, when you pray in the Spirit, you're, I think that's part of the armor of God. You're, you're praying what only the Spirit knows to pray, what God knows to pray. You're not praying what you physically, mentally know what to pray. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to spiritual battles, our physical, our flesh doesn't know how to fight it. So it takes praying in the spirit. It takes the spiritual armor of God. Mm-hmm. And that's when you practice praying in the spirit. Like, if you don't know how, um, we, um, at church, we actually have a sermon this past Sunday about the Holy Spirit and his, um, illustration was using beach balls and it had one beach ball was completely filled up and the other one was still a beach ball but it didn't have any air in it and he said my question is do you need it do you need the Holy Spirit inside of you because you can be more effective you can do your job you can do what God wants you to do if you're filled up so when we're filled with the Holy Spirit and and that's a whole different podcast there that's a whole different mm-hmm. discussion but um, if you're curious about it, just do some research in your Bible about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And uh, it is our third baptism. There's always that trinity. Um, and when we're baptizing the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is operating in us, which the best way to do that is to clear yourself out of everything else that's not from God so that the Holy Spirit can work. And then you just let Him pray through you. You can pray, and you just start out praying in the physical and just give it over to God, mm-hmm. and then it will become the spiritual prayers. And uh, we just have to learn how to, and ask God for wisdom, how to do it, how to, and how to, it says consistently, be persistent at all times on every occasion. So, basically, don't stop praying. <laughs> you know, even when you're, like, you don't feel like it, even whenever you're stuck in traffic, even when you're angry, the best thing that you can do is pray. And we've done our um, podcast, which everybody should go back and listen to, is the one on prayer, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites, and um, learn about praying, because that's that's imperative to Christianity. Uh, Corey, I think, is looking up to see what <laughs> episode that is, so our listeners can go back and hear it. And if you've already listened to episode. it two and three episode two and three some of our very first ones and uh if you've already listened to them we're like what 15 episodes in yeah it's time to go back and listen to those they're really good um and we talk a lot about the different kinds of prayer Mm -hmm. and everything that and uh, (coughs) thank you um 
pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan, the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. And Paul is always trying to teach us stuff, you know, so it's like, pray for me, pray for him, pray for them, pray for all the Christians all around. You know, yeah. When you're praying for yourself, remember to pray for every, you know, your Christian brothers and sisters everywhere. Yeah. And that God's mysterious plan for the good news is revealed. For which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Verse 21, but that you also may know my affairs and how I am doing. Tysha's? Did I say something? That's how I said it. A beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord will make all things known to you. You want to keep reading or just... Yeah, keep reading all the way through 23. Whom I have sent to you for this very purpose, that you may know our affairs and that he may comfort your hearts. Peace to the brethren and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ.
you know, that is encouraging, you know, that he wrote this to them, but it affects how many millions of people since then. more a lot of Pauls out there. Needs a lot of more Pauls out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think how to say it without saying country. <laughs> you can't say it without sounding country. Yeah. Say, we need a lot more of Pauls out there. Now I don't even know if that sounds right or not. We need Sorry. a lot more Pauls out there. Yes. We need a miracle and more Pauls. <laughs> verses in the Bible about Paul to follow his footsteps to encourage people. So that's chapter 6 of Ephesians and we're definitely going to come back here and go back over the armor of God again. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or prayer requests, just send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or SoundCloud or email at the 511 at yahoo.com.